0: Guys, Caden Cleveland here with the Oklahoma Senate, and you're joining us for another episode of OK Senate on Deck. Just like every week, we're going to have President Pro Tem of the Oklahoma Senate, Senator Greg Treat on the show to talk about all the latest news from the Oklahoma State Capitol. But this week, we're going to have a special guest on the show, Senator Paul Scott. Now, Senator Scott is also a member of the Oklahoma State Senate, just like Senator Treat. So what we're going to be doing is breaking down uh, what he's been working on over this interim, kind of get to know him a little, little bit better, and then also get his and Senator Treat's thoughts on what they're most excited about with this upcoming session and some of the areas that they hope to be focusing in. So you're not going to want to miss it, guys. Hang tight, and we will be right back. All right. Hey, guys. Welcome back to another episode of OK Senate On Deck. Of course, just like every week with President Pro Tem, Senator Greg Treat. Senator, you doing all right? Doing excellent. Awesome. Well, we've got special guests this week, Senator Paul Scott. Senator, welcome. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me today. Absolutely. So uh, for the people that uh, maybe not know all about your background and uh, about your district, you're from uh, District uh, Senate District 43, correct? Yeah, that's right. And that's down in Duncan. Can you kind of tell us a little bit more about your, your background and maybe about your district and, and uh, what, what your expertise is that you bring to the Senate? Okay.
1: Um, sure. I... I'm down in Duncan. It's where I live now, and that's where our our current business is. And um, I have all of McLean County. I have what you call the panhandle of Garvin County, which is Lindsay and Bradley. Gotcha. And then um, I have Brush Springs. um, Watermelon Festival. uh, Watermelon Festival is coming up. It's coming up soon. Do you spit the seeds? So I spit the seeds. I. I got third in this. You got third, third out of uh, out of uh, second place. Three loser. people, second place loser. <laughs> I was third out of <laughs> yeah. three. So, <laughs> yeah,
2: that um, sounds like you, you got to come you down gotta down win this year.
1: I, I'm going to try. I'm going to do my best. Do you but, grow watermelons? Uh, uh, I don't. I don't. My granddad used to grow watermelons. Really? Um, we used to have probably 30 or 40 acres of watermelons. I, I was the, the loader, you know, whenever we oh, would okay. go through the field. Like, hey, except it's watermelon. You brought and the muscle. I
2: brought the muscle. I know, like all it. I'll pounds, cut you off. Fresh Springs is where you were saying you're going. Yeah. I, I wanted to get on the watermelon. Yeah, I want to get on the port. <laughs> that's and right.
1: That's right. And I believe we, we're we having a watermelon day at the Capitol Oh. Um, coming up. And uh, I don't we'll be that. serving watermelon out on the, the west lawn. Um, of the capital right awesome out the west entrance um, you're going to be loading so watermelons that day yeah i i don't know that i'm going to be loading <laughs> <my
0: mom's. laughs> That's talking
2: about. But, uh,
0: but sorry we got distracted exactly. with watermelons there right and the so,
1: spitting the seed spitting of course yeah so you mentioned that you have you have a business uh can you tell us uh, what what that is yeah my wife and i we own a mobile x-ray company so we go to like nursing homes home health um care of jails and so forth around the state love it. Um, we cover the whole state and um, I love doing what we do I think it's a great service and I'm, I'm really blessed to be able to do what I love to do to, to make a living and, and to be able to care for our senior adults and then other people that aren't able to get to out to the hospital we've taken um, x-rays um, on infants before and wow. smaller children that it's really difficult to get them out to a hospital um, or some Uh, Others with some different ailments that it's just easier to do their x-rays at home. So I I love doing that. And um, this is uh, the 18th year. Um, of our company, successful um, company, right so there. Yeah, that's it's awesome. It's been going very well, and we, like I said, we cover the entire state. So I'm really, really happy. It's great. And proud to be able to do that.
0: So uh, both of you have actually <coughs> had a very busy interim so far, Senator Treat. You've had nonstop meetings, nonstop, uh, going to different events and things like that. Senator Scott, you, you also have been kind of traveling around the state and working in your district quite a bit, haven't you?
1: Yeah, it's been it's been a busy, busier summer and interim than I I had imagined. You know, and um, I'd been asked, you know, about um, what am I going to be doing, you know, for this next year if I'm going to get more active or busy, and you know, I I just have been busy for three years really. I said, yeah. I'm, I'm, I mean, I do what I do every day, and I go out to the constituents. I go to chamber meetings, Lions clubs. We had a bridge um, ribbon cutting in Purcell the other day um, with Purcell and Lexington. Being That's a big deal. Joined. That's been a long time. That that was a long time. Mm-hmm. That that the um, construction of that bridge. Um, only took about two years though once they, they got started on the bridge, which typically um, Secretary Gat said is about a ten year project, really. But everyone came together. It was such a vital um, part um, of the businesses and the community mm-hmm. and the safety um, for those two communities that connected those two communities. And um with the legislators help and the governor and odot and, and all the contractors got together and they got that done in like in two years. That's so awesome. it Remarkable. opened the other day. So it's it's an amazing structure. It's a four lane bridge. They've got about an eight foot walking and bicycling um path that also goes across the bridge mm-hmm. as well. So that was very impressive um addition to the bridge as well. Huge so deal to your district. Oh, it's it's amazing. So it's awesome. It was good.
0: Well, kind of moving forward, uh, one thing coming up here in the at the Capitol within the Senate is interim studies. I know you've both uh, requested uh, at least one interim study, Senator Scott. You have quite a few, and uh, uh, Senator Treat, you have one. The county home rule. Um, can you just real quickly, well, before we get there. Uh, Can you kind of explain to us just real quick, uh, recap on what an interim study is and what the importance that it plays
2: in the the legislative process? So interim study, interim uh, between the time we're in session in May till we go back in in February is the interim, unless we're in special session and then it's that time again. But the the interim is a time where we we not only have meetings in our district and and hear what people are talking about and continue to to work and play in our district, but also we're at the Capitol a lot, still having meetings, still trying to things out, learn more. So interim studies are an opportunity uh, for members to get together to study an issue that may or may not need legislation uh, for the next year. Right. So some people request interim studies on bills that did not get through the process mm-hmm. last year to say, okay, there were some weak spots. How do we get through it? Okay, uh, Or we need to build more consensus on this issue. Other people, it's a brand-new concept they're trying out, and they want to run it through a committee to – kind of fill it out, learn more about it, Mm -hmm. educate their colleagues on it. Mine, the county home rule, falls in that first category. I ran a bill last year that uh, was not fully baked. Um, And so I pulled back on it because I saw there were some shortcomings Mm -hmm. uh, and how it impacted uh, uh, some rural communities and some urban communities. Uh, It was drafted originally uh, with uh, a lot of input from people from the Tulsa area. Right. Uh, And it didn't apply uh, the way it was worded did not apply equally to Oklahoma City and uh, rural communities So I wanted to get input from county commissioners around the state Mm -hmm. uh, both uh, Suburban rural urban uh, and and make sure that what we do uh, Can have a good impact on all the state. I don't want to do anything that that adversely impacts the parts. So we pulled back. I'm going to study it in fact uh, just before I came here we were doing a ceremonial bill signing and I ran into the county commissioners and Mm -hmm. I said, please come. Please participate. I want to have your input. That's great. But county home rule, just in a nutshell, allows counties to vote whether or not they want to to have a different form of government. Right now, all 77 counties have three commissioners elected uh, and and that are full-time jobs. Some other states have allowed uh, different numbers of county commissioners Mm -hmm. to be elected and be much more like what you see on a city council where they hire an executive director for the county. Right, right. Uh, and some have found savings, some have not. So let's study it and let's, let's move it forward. I believe in it, giving the local county the option to right. modernize, but there were some shortcomings of the way it was drafted last year, so we're, we're going back to the drawing table. Yeah. You've hit on something there that I think is really important when it comes to interim studies because at its core,
0: it really it's a study, right? It's for legislators to <coughs> learn more about a certain topic to see, uh, to see like you said, whether or not uh, it should be pursued in the following
2: legislative session in, in, in an actual bill. Um, yeah, so sometimes you find out, no, there doesn't need to be legislation. There's right. already legislation right. there. I mean, a lot exactly. of times you find that out. Hmm. So,
0: But right. it's good to go back and study and actually take an in-depth look where you have experts coming in and actually referencing the
2: topic. So, Yeah, and you can see other legislators will ask questions that you haven't thought of. Uh, and so you, you really yeah. sharpen your your tools before you get into session. Uh Senate Bill 1, which was LOFT, yeah. uh, that came out of an interim study from last year. Yeah. So these are these are very serious. People should be paying attention to what we're doing That's in great, interim studies.
0: Senator Scott, you have an uh, interim study I found especially interesting because it, it, it's something that annoys me just about every day, <laughs> right. and it is robocalls. Certainly. Um, robocalls uh or you're you're studying the topic of robocalls and and uh the calls to individual cell phones can you kind of speak to that
1: a little bit and what you hope to accomplish with that study yeah certainly and i and i as well um receive several calls a day on my cell phone even now that now they're getting your cell phone numbers and local numbers and um that are reaching out to you but i i'd had a constituent that it had, had the same number for years <laughs> and um he keeps getting the calls all the time. So him and his wife are changing their their home number, and which he had had for several years. And he had reached home out. to numbers. What and, are the, what
2: are those? Yeah, I know. Landlines. What are those? This <laughs> is <for> an actual <laughs>
1: landline. Yeah. So they are they were doing away with their landline and their and it really upset his kids. Hmm. And it was really funny. I I guess it's funny, but how his kids were upset that that had been their phone number since they were. They were born. In yeah, the, they had in this identified home. it. Yeah. They, hmm. they identified that number when they call mom and dad, when they reach out to them, you know, for Christmas or holidays, that's their number. Right. Well, now that doesn't exist anymore. Wow. So it really, wow. emotionally, it really got to them. So
2: um, I they, can see that. My parents have had the same number since I was born. Yeah. Something you just identify. You don't even think about it. You dial it without hmm, even right. thinking. So, yeah.
1: So, this is something we're going to look into and see. I know it's, it's a lot of it is federal, um, I think, with the. Yeah. With the FCC and so forth that regulate right. a lot of the a lot of the calls so we're going to look into that and see if there's anything we can do that's do good here as a state that's good to and just learn more about that. the topic right certainly that's, that's certainly.
0: perfect so another interim study that you re- requested it has to do with uh youth and and reading I think the reading sufficiency act can you kind of speak to that a little bit and and yeah. what you're hoping to to
1: look at there yeah thank you I, I've been talking to a lot of my the teachers in my my district mm-hmm. and um uh, they were talking about the Reading Sufficiency Act and some of the maybe possible downfalls that they believe that they see actually in the classroom that they deal with with um, with students. Um, they're they're wanting to look at ways to come up with a way to determine uh, like retention um, of third graders um, with the state test. Uh, there's already they think a large gap possibly in some of the the kids in right. um, their reading skills. Um, so we're just going to look at that and and involve some some teachers third third grade teachers second grade teachers kindergarten teachers um have them come in and and participate and let us know what they're seeing um of course we'll work with the state department of ed as well on this and just to, to maybe learn something and and maybe bridge a gap and uh, disconnect maybe between um, the state and our actual classroom teachers. That's great, um, and said, give and give them a voice. You yeah. said bringing in teachers. That's that's a great,
0: and because they're the yeah. you know they get to see it every day. They're the experts on on is. that on that area of
2: helping those students uh, learn to read and things like that. So yeah, these these interim studies, I want to point this mm-hmm. out, are on our website. Yes, uh, absolutely. They're on our uh, social media. Uh, you and Aaron have done a good job of promoting that. Come to these. These are these are meetings that the public should yeah. come to. Yeah, sure. Participate. If you have a certain expertise that you want to make sure that that member knows about, reach out to that member and say, hey, here's an angle you may not have That's thought good. about. Yeah, uh, Certainly. We need participation. We're, we're elected legislators. We're supposed to uh, lead on a number of issues, many of which we have not actually had personal experience with. <laughs> Uh, And so we need people who actually have the classroom teacher. We need that perspective. We need perspective from doctors and stay-at-home moms. How does this really impact? It's not just a concept; it actually impacts right. people's daily lives, and we need their input. That's right. right. Certainly, there was a number of uh, s- uh, studies requested um,
0: by, by specifically the over report, eighty. Yeah. yeah, over over eighty interim studies requested. A number of educations. Just it's great to see our legislators really looking to learn and to grow on the topics that uh, we'll be moving forward for next legislative session. Potentially, you know, so, I
2: saw on social media uh, someone had responded and said, "You know, you're going spend millions of dollars doing that." that that's a misnomer. Yeah. So these. These interim studies are, are done uh, using existing resources, existing staff, uh, and so don't let anyone shy us away from doing these studies. They're extremely important. Yeah. And there's there's this uh, misperception that they're going to cost the state millions of dollars. Yeah, I'm they not sure where that not. came from exactly. I don't, but I've heard that a few times, and I saw it on our social media yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to address that head on because uh, that's not true. Right. Uh, we use existing staff, existing right. resources. There's some, you know, mileage sometimes, but it's, it's a very minimal yeah. uh, cost. We already have meetings up here. You want your legislators actively engaged. You want your legislators learning. Yep. Believe it or not, we don't know everything. And we're, we're, <laughs> we're going to admit right? that. And so yes, certainly. Uh, we need to have input from the, the public. We need input right. from experts. We need input sometimes from other states. To what is their experience? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so it's extremely beneficial. Uh, and I don't want people to have that misperception. That's great. That's a good good side note yeah, there. That's
1: a good point.
0: Senator Scott, I wanted to ask you something about a bill you ran last year, actually. Okay. So this last legislative session, um, it was, I, I believe the bill number was Senate Bill 893. Yeah. Um, it was huge for um, foster uh, foster families and, 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 and encouraging foster families in Oklahoma. Um, tell us a little bit more about that and, and what, what, uh, what you hope that that bill actually accomplishes.
1: Well, uh, yesterday we had the ceremonial signing yeah. for that bill, where um, Governor signed the bill yesterday. That was congratulations, by the way. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. That was really an amazing thing to be able to participate in, and um, we had some of the people that really walked beside me and, and really helped push yeah. um, the legislation through and educate um, the members on what this um, actually did. Um, but Senate Bill 93 um, put back into place a tax um, deduction that we had had for fostering mm-hmm. um, children for up to $5,000. Well, that bill had a sunset in there that that was not seen or it, they didn't they didn't know about it didn't pay attention to it. So the bill sunset um, or the the credit the re- deduction right. Um, rolled off mm-hmm. um, in Me- meaning 2017. That it became
0: unavailable. It correct. was unavailable. It gotcha. rolled
1: off and sunsetted in 2017. Yeah. It wasn't available anymore. It was brought to my attention, so I was certainly wanting to to bring the um, the legislation forward. Um, worked with um, some people with that, and uh, was able to get that pushed through. Great. I mean, I, I hope it will encourage people. Not that. I'm trying to entice people to foster because fostering is a hard issue. Um, People love and care about children. They're going to do this whether they get this $5,000 deduction off their, you know, or not. But it's just something that helps people that it might be a issue with them with the, with the financing that really want to possibly foster a child, they can get um, this tax deduction as well, and that wow. will help them with the supplies, their clothing, their food. I mean, they, they, they treat them just like their own children, you know, and they may be called at midnight to, to have to go out and get a child, you know, um, and bring them into their home. Yep. So, um, a lady I visited with yesterday at the bill signing, she was um, had three of her own children. She was fostering, I think, two or three other children. Wow. Um, you know, and she's she's working a few jobs. Yeah, but her heart is so big. I mean, she's taking care of these people, and that—that's just something that really um, pulled at my heart. That yeah. said, hey, we need to do what we can as a state to be that's able right. to encourage fostering, to be able to help these children whenever they're they're down and out, and and there's no one else there for them. Yeah, I want to be able to encourage other people to be there and to to help yeah. do that. So. You know, when I
2: first got elected to the legislature, we were having a real shortfall of people who wanted to foster. And adoptive homes, and a lot of it was uh, the way they were treated uh, by the the state in some ways, and and just different pressures. And there was a real downtrodden view. We've turned the corner on mm-hmm. that at DHS. Uh, you can never let up on that. These uh, broken families are can exist uh, till the second coming. But the uh, the we have put a lot of resources as a state. Yep. Individuals have put a lot of resources. I was so happy at, at church this Sunday that my pastor prayed for Justin Brown by name uh, and the DHS leadership yes, and about mm-hmm. foster care and adoption. If you have a heart for the unborn, you also have a heart for these kids wow. who uh, need to be adopted, right. need to be fostered. Uh, it's a real calling, and I'm I'm extremely sure. excited you got that to the the governor's desk and signing the law. Well, thank you. It was it was an exciting
1: thing to be able to do for me as well. And, Absolutely. And you made an important point there. I, I've had several people talk to me about. Um, I have a, a passion for the unborn, um, but a lot of times we're marked with the fact that maybe we don't care for the living children uh, that are out there. So this is part of that to just say that, hey, we do care yeah. for the kids that are here that need care. They need homes. They need food. They need shelter. And um, we do care about those children. That's great. So that, There's a lot
2: of people that open up their homes, mm-hmm. their hearts, their pocketbooks to help them out. Right. We, we need more people. We need great people doing that, yep. uh, that, that these kids are in a, a transitional part of their life. They can be transformational in their family's yep. tree, Certainly, and we need to make sure we wrap around, uh, not only as a church family or in church or whatever your faith group is, uh, but also as a state to make sure the most vulnerable are, are, are taken care That's of. That's right cool, there. and very well said by both of yeah. you. That pretty much encompasses uh, th-
0: that topic really well and explains ex- exactly why that was such an important bill for you moving forward. Uh, moving into next legislative session, I just want to get both of your thoughts really quickly. Uh, we got we're in the middle of uh, I guess August is right around the corner. Wow, uh, yeah. summer's moving by fast, which means fall's coming. We uh, of course OU football is about to start. So yes, yeah. another yes. national championship. September first, of course, night yes. game. Yes, yes, yeah. Let's go. So I'm ready for that. Absolutely, Boomer, Boomer sooner. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> so beyond that, just Around the corner, there is another legislative session. Um, I think this will be your fourth. Le- fourth. fourth yes. legislative session, Senator Scott. Um, real quickly, uh, hearing from you first, Senator Scott. What, what are some of the things that you are most excited about with this next year?
1: Well, last year we were able to do a lot of things. <laughs> a lot. I mean, yes, a lot. Of, whenever you have money, um, a lot of times you're able to to fund some things that have been neglected in the past. You're able to do some things. But the Senate has done things in the past that enabled us to mm. be able to do that. Yes, they they put several things in place over the last ten to twelve years that a lot of people in public life they don't realize what all was done behind the scenes, the different bills and things that were put in place to be able to have that extra money. Mm. Um, I'm excited about the new governor, our pro tem working together with the speaker just to have more transparency in our agencies mm. to be able to to really dig down into those agencies. And spend money for these children that we talked about earlier or education or our roads. Um, I believe there's money in these agencies right now currently that is not being spent well, mm-hmm. so I believe with the transparency, with loft, and some of the oversight, and yep. some of the things that we're going to be putting in place, the accountability. Yep. I'm so excited about that to wow. just see where that leads us to um, over the next year. I'm excited about being a part of that and just moving Oklahoma um, forward and, and making us a, the great state that it is. Yeah, that's right. Um, and just just become recognized nationally as
2: being an amazing state. You know that we are
0: absolutely. So. Protein.
2: Yeah, I'm excited. We have to build off the successes of last session. We had the most uh, successful session since I've been here uh, and in recent memory for most Oklahomans. We've got to build on that. We can't say, uh, hey, look what we did last year. No one's going to care about that next year. We've got to keep uh, investing in education. We've got to keep investing in infrastructure, making sure that we diversify our economy. Uh, you know, aerospace is coming on huge. Yeah, so, yeah, right. We don't need to do anything to squander that. We need to, uh, to make sure that continues going forward. Absolutely. I'm not a big yeah. believer that government decides who wins and loses, but we can definitely make sure we invest in infrastructure uh, and incentivize those type of jobs coming in. Uh, I'm excited. I think there's a lot of momentum uh, with Governor Stitt, uh, with Speaker McCall, myself, and our caucuses. Uh, we're working very closely together, yep. yeah. and I think we share the same vision, the same destiny. There may be a different route to get there sometimes, yep. uh, but I'm I'm extremely excited. This session is this interim. We're doing a study on healthcare, yes, uh, uh, about access and affordability, uh, akin to the, what we did on marijuana last mm-hmm. year. Uh, I, I expect big things loft is starting uh, as we're recording that this week tomorrow mm-hmm. uh, I expect big things we we cannot squander the opportunity we have great opportunity in front of us And I think we're gonna do uh, you're gonna see us do awesome things And there's a
0: common denominator that I hear just listening to both of you speak uh, When I ask you that question, I guess uh, close to a year ago uh, moving into last session the word you used was optimistic and optimism. There's a sense of optimism around the capital building. I don't feel like that's led up. I no. feel like there's still a sense of optimism moving in. Uh, like you said, uh, almost spring, uh, spring, springing off uh, such a successful session this past year and uh, moving that same optimism and momentum moving into this next year. So do you kind of feel the same
2: way? I percent? absolutely do. I mean, we're not blind to challenges we face. Uh, we're not blind to uh, what's going on sometimes with the oil and gas prices right, going up and right. down. But we put ourselves in a good spot. Uh, right. Senator Scott talked about it, about having uh, more money to spend this year than we did last year. But we also put a, a aside an yes. additional $200 million for a, a overall savings of a billion dollars. So we're well positioned. We're well positioned to springboard and go even higher. And if for some reason our economy doesn't perform like it should, we're well positioned to be able to protect those core services and make sure that we, we protect those investments. So. I have a real sense of enthusiasm excitement. I tell you, when I travel the state my district, even when I travel outside of Oklahoma, there's a renewed sense of, sense of optimism about the direction Oklahoma's going. I love that.
1: Absolutely.
2: Senator Scott, anything to add on that? Well,
1: uh, you know, the word was optimism last year, and I was thinking while he was saying that, I'm thinking expectation. Mm. The, that's my expectations as we move forward is yeah, to good. expect better, to expect us to be at that level, to perform at that level. That's right. um, and to continue moving forward. Um, And and be recognized nationally as as the great state, like I said, that we are, and have that expectation and and accountability and, and that. We are moving forward. In day. the
2: short run, I expect yeah. you to win the Rush Springs watermelon seed uh, oh, spinning contest. Bringing it well, back to the in, watermelon. He's bringing
1: it back to the watermelon. Hey, I'm, <laughs> anything
2: less than first is not good. If you're first, you're last. You that, know. No, so. if you're second, you're last.
1: Well, that's true. If you're second, that's true. That's right. <laughs> first Yeah. You know. I just. You know. I always. I always, I always like have it. a saying. I always tell my wife, "Man, I I got third out, or I got fourth out of three people." You know? <laughs> yeah. So.
2: Yeah. But uh, hopefully, I, I can, expect big things. I'm optimistic can, about your ability. To, to, to win
0: that, you've got okay. to bring that home. Okay. Pro Tim, I don't want to, you know, speak for anything, but this sounds like something that maybe our media team may need to go and live, live uh, record whenever <laughs> yes. Senator Scott is doing the sunflower yeah, or like the uh, watermelon. Watermelon, yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, it, it is. Um, yes, absolutely, we need that.
0: All right, you All heard right. it. We got permission right there. We're going to be down in uh, where is it? Ru- uh, Rush, Rush springs? springs. Yes,
1: right. Rush Springs. And what's the date on um, that one again? Do you remember? I coming don't, up soon, I don't, right? I don't. It's coming we'll, up in we'll the next couple of weeks. Love it's in August. Um, We'll have the Watermelon Queen um, will be there as well. She's been out promoting and doing a great job. Um, But it'll be a fun event. They have tons of watermelon for everybody. so oh, that's enough incentive right it. there yeah it's, yeah, it's big
0: as, uh, <laughs> well hey guys we're about out of time here but uh, before we sign off uh any any last uh last things you wanted to add before uh we, we shut down the podcast
1: here i, I just want to thank you yeah you know, for having me on today uh, it's always great to be able to share about what's going on in my district and yes uh, and oklahoma and, it sounds like there's
0: a lot going on uh, in your district there, too,
1: there's yeah. a lot happening um it's a it's a daily daily thing of of events and schedules but i I love doing it it's a lot of fun so yeah
2: uh thank you for coming on district 43 is uh uh, well served by you and you work continually throughout the whole year like most of our colleagues and i want to make sure people recognize just how passionate you are about that district and about the state and i think most of our colleagues share that as well so thank you for serving and Appreciate you being here. Thank you.
0: Well, thank you both again for just uh, being available to uh, update our everyday Oklahomans on what's going on here at the Capitol and uh, giving us the latest news of what you've both been working on. Uh, you, you're both extremely busy, even though it's interim, uh, just making sure that uh, our state is becoming even better every single day. So I can't thank wait you for both. the
2: remote on location Rush Springs. Maybe I'll be there, too. We'll see. We, yeah. might, we yeah. won't need All to make right. that happen. I want <laughs> you to show up. And anyone can participate. So we may have
1: a little, uh, little showdown on here between you <laughs> know I like this I like this idea Pro you know, like Tim this is and uh, Senator Scott down in Rush Springs on the spitting you know, contest. I, I don't uh, the want to
2: outshine so. uh, <laughs> you. Know? Not in his own district. <laughs>
1: That's very
0: kind of well, you, Pro Tim. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah.
2: Yeah. hey
0: guys, uh, we're about out of time here, but I want to thank you again for both having us on, and thank you guys for uh, for listening and uh, um, just being able to to uh, willing to learn about what's going on here in Oklahoma, and uh, it's like Pro. Tim said just a few moments ago next thing coming up here at the Capitol is interim study so if you uh see an interim study that interests you that you think you uh would like to talk to your senator about feel free to reach out to them and uh and and communicate with them about that topic so uh guys anything else that's it thank you awesome that's well hey guys you can listen to any more of our podcasts uh, they're all available on iTunes so you can just go onto iTunes and search Oklahoma Senate Republicans and the first one up there will be uh Okay Senate on deck so his social oh, media absolutely. Yeah. thank you yeah. so much uh, Senator Scott where can where can our listeners find you on social media because you do a lot of lot of uh, you're very active on social media so I want want to
1: make sure yeah, to certainly that. Um, I've got my Facebook face, Facebook page is Senator Paul Scott mm-hmm. and then I also have a Twitter account which is Senator underscore Scott um, easy I'm, enough right That there. I post on as well so love it anytime well there you go uh,
0: be sure to follow senator scott stay up to date about what what he's got going on of course you can follow senator treat or the podcast uh on our oklahoma senate republicans page so uh beyond that guys i guess uh we're about done here and uh we'll see you next time here on ok senate on deck thanks guys bye thanks. If we can do it in one right. take, that's obviously perfect. If you right. do come to a point and say, hey, I'd rather restate that or something like that, right. no big deal. I'll just re-ask the question and we'll go back <laughs> to will be like, hey,
1: Paul, can you
2: restate that? No. <laughs> i like, no, I no, don't no. no, no. Cut, 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 cut. Hey, <laughs> he didn't, he didn't make